It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. It'll be Joseph up first over in Raleigh. And uh, Joseph uh, has some detail to this question, Angie, so uh, hang with me here. Uh, Joseph says, we're buying a house and closing soon. The surveyor went out to conduct the survey, and the sellers ran him off the property because he hadn't made an appointment. My understanding was that surveyors don't have to make an appointment since they work outside, but that's how it went down. In any event, the surveyor's schedule won't allow him to get back out there before the scheduled closing next week. And it would be very messy to delay closing at this point. What are my risks in general of closing without an updated survey? That's a great question. And we've actually had that happen before. Both sides, representing the buyer, representing the seller. Um, First of all, anytime a contractor, vendor, anyone will be showing up to a home, you know, always get permission from the seller. So your agent should have definitely called in that appointment because, I mean, I personally would have run someone off as well if they're just walking around my home. Um, so yeah, make, make sure we the called future. the police on some surveyors by accident yeah. one time. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I you don't know who these random people are, right? Co- um, Co- Connie so. was Connie was working from home at our old house one day, and uh-huh. uh, and she calls me. I'm at work and calls me, and I only worked you know two minutes away, but she calls me and says there's two guys and they're walking around by the fence yeah. in the back and we backed up to a bunch of woods. I remember Walter I remember this story did yeah. I tell you I tell you the story a couple years yeah. ago okay yeah. yeah so I was like call the police and I'll be there in a minute and we came screaming around the corner and I go back there and they're you know by that time they'd worked their way around and it was yeah. it was too funny but, I was like oh don't worry don't worry about it they're fine right. sorry sorry guys <laughs> we no, we've had same issue with like septic inspectors and you know just because you're on the outside of the home remember that's still private property um so yeah make sure in the future you know moving forward, schedule actual appointments with a seller because that's not your home yet. But as far as the risk go, having an up-to-date survey definitely is smart. On the other hand, many times buyers, you know, they don't purchase a survey. I would say the biggest risk come along with potential like easements, maybe encroachments and encroachment is where the neighbors, maybe fences on your lot just a little bit. You know, I would say a survey is most needed if you're thinking about installing a fence because more than likely your HOA, most neighborhoods have an HOA, they will require that you have a survey completed in order to show them where exactly the fence will be installed to get that approval. So, you know, I would say as far as a survey goes, I would say about I don't know, probably about 30 to 40% of buyers decide they want one order. We always advise, but I, I also on the you know flip side, I don't think it's the end of the world. Now, again, if you have concerns that maybe something is not in the right place, maybe something of your lot you're about to purchase is going on the neighbors or vice versa, I definitely would get a survey completed. But you know, that's my two cents. So of course, as an agent, we always have to say, order a survey, right? To release ourselves of any potential liability. Because once you do own the home, any future problems in regards that could arise from the survey, they do fall on you as now the new owner. So you do want to make sure you get a survey completed before you close if that is important to you. So there's my little feedback there in in regards to survey. I hope that answered your questions there. 
Yeah, if you have any, it's kind of like if you've got an immediate plan to build a fence and like it's yeah. a maker, it's a make or break issue on the home. Well, then you know the long term consequences of not getting that survey done start to outweigh the headache of delaying the closing to get it done, right? So, or if it's right, just sort right. of a, I don't know, maybe one day we might need a survey, but don't foresee needing one in the near future, you know, then maybe it's worth the risk of, you know, avoiding the headache in the short term. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're thinking about putting a pool in, and yeah. then all of a sudden you realize that, hey, there's some type of utility easement running through the backyard that's important to know because that pool can no longer go in. I would say one of the biggest issues we've run into with getting back a survey, um, we had a builder who was purchasing a lot. He completed a survey and actually the neighbor's deck came onto their lot. Oh, that's wow. kind of, yeah, like had no idea that the home was even that close to their lot, but that's a biggie. So part of their home was actually, you know, intruding on the lot that was being purchased. So I can't even honestly remember the outcome of it because one of our buying agents, I was representing that buyer builder. But yeah, that was something you'd want to know, right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, I'd be like, all right, well, thanks for, uh, I'm going to sit in this corner of the deck every time I want to because it's on my property. Right, so. right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. Good question. Thanks for submitting that one to yeah. us, Joseph. Uh, if you've got any more specific questions like that, you can always reach out to Angie by calling or texting 919 919- Five three eight sixty four seventy seven nine one nine five three eight six four seven seven. Hopefully that question will help out somebody in the future as well. Sounds like you're kind of running out of time there in your situation, Joseph. So big decision for you to make. Yeah. But others may encounter that in the future and maybe you'll be better armed to deal with it. Judith has our next question over in Holly Springs. Judith says, I think that our house definitely needs new carpet before we sell. But since the market is so hot right now, do you think we can get away leaving the old carpet? I personally, when it comes to carpet and paint, I I don't care how great the market is. I highly suggest you getting that replacement just because it will drive more traffic and get you highest dollar. So, you know, in the grand scheme of things, replacement of carpet is not super, super expensive. And I bet you will get the return on put in the new carpet in there. Although the market is limited as far as inventory goes, and it's you know, definitely more of a seller's market, buyers are still buyers and buyers are picky. And so they want something that is move-in ready, you know, replacing all of the carpet once you close. And if you need to move in on the day of closing, that's not going to be easy. So I would suggest we definitely get an estimate, get a quote for carpet replacement. We have a wonderful vendor that we use. And I would suggest doing that in order to, again, get you you know, the most showings, the most offers, and to get you top dollar. Very cool. Well, I think that is uh, something that a lot of people need to evaluate. Now, does that change, that advice change when it comes to like hardwood floors? Is that a little bit different discussion then because of the more, like carpets seems relatively easy to just kind of find an agreeable carpet for everybody. But then does it make sense if it's hardwood floors to maybe do something more creative or, or leave those in. And I know condition can mean a lot of different things. I, w- I was just going to say, it really depends on the condition. You know, if they are really just worn down, lots of scrapes, you know, just doesn't show well, we might suggest that you have it refinished. Almost always, actually. And I know that can be definitely more of a headache. I mean, moving out all the furniture, it has to kind of cure for, you know, a good 24 to 48 hours before you can move everything back in. But again, condition of a home is super important. And, People do not, you know, people being buyers, they do not want that headache whenever they close on a home. So I'd probably suggest, you know, we get in hardwoods refinished as well. But again, 
it all depends on the condition. So, you know, there's been many, many, many times nothing needs to be completed. But if they are in bad shape, I definitely would give them a, you know, uplift. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into The Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.